You're listening to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, leadership consultant and your guide to implementing custom strategies based on your personality type. This is the podcast where you get to evaluate your personal and professional growth and create your best life by growing a business that works for you. Let's dive in because your next level of success is within reach once you decide to dream loudly. Happy New Year. Can you believe it's 2022 already? I am so excited for what's ahead, not just because the calendar has reset, but because honestly, every single day I wake up expecting things to get better. That's how I live my life. I keep the hope alive and the dreams because honestly, without hope, like this is rough and I will not deny the struggles of 2020 or 2021 It's still a pandemic, regardless of what people want to believe. Like, I do see what's happening around us, but I'm keeping my hope alive and I'm coming in here to share my word for the year. So first up, before I even share my word for the year, I have watched the movie Encanto way too many times with my kids, but honestly, it's a great movie. So When they turn it on, I sit down and watch it with them. And as you many of you know, I go through the Enneagram with my clients and I believe that you can take your awareness of yourself, who you are and how you show up in the world and then can make effective decisions, make conscious decisions that are going to one, better your life, but also the lives of those that are around you. So I have typed the entire cast of Encanto but I'm going to highlight through just like the main characters of the family um, and their special gifts. I will not ruin anything in the movie. So if you haven't seen it, like one, go watch it. It's free to watch on Disney+. Plus. Um, and I'm sure you know someone with the account if you don't have one yourself. But here's me, one, telling you everyone's type in Encanto, but also for you to recognize where you are and where you might be coming from and what conscious choices you can make to become the best version of yourself as we go forward this year. And then after that, I'll dive into my word for the year. So first up, type one is Abuela. She has high expectations. She wants her family to be perfect. She wants to make sure that they're doing the right thing at the right time for the right reasons, because that's what's going to keep the miracle alive. And like, let's be honest, who doesn't want a miracle in their life? But Abuela is holding everyone to a very, very high standard. And so that's what makes her a type one. And then you have Julieta. She can heal you with an arepa. And if you know what an arepa con queso is, like it's already delicious and healing your soul. But hey, it can heal your cuts and bruises too. And that's uh, Maribel's mom, in case you have seen the movie but don't know the names. And then Mirabelle's older sister, Isabella, is a type three. She is performing and becoming what her family has expectations of her to be. And so again, try not to spoil the movie, but Isabella is a type three. And then Tia Peppa, who can handle the mood. Um, Her mood handles the weather uh, with the red hair. She has like the cloud over her. Again, if you haven't seen the movie, this is the character I'm talking about. She is a type four very unique, has very different ways of doing things, right? Her mood is what is changing things and people around her, but also she can clear up and give everyone brightness and joy around them if she's in a great mood as well. 
but she definitely wears her heart on her sleeve or literally above her head in the clouds um, as well. And then type five, I put as Dolores. Um, she can hear everything. She knows everything that's going on. And that's one thing that we don't give fives enough credit for. They know a lot more, but sometimes they're quiet. Sometimes they're not spilling the beans. And so if you take time to say, hey, type five, what do you know and what can you tell me? Um, they are a great asset to have around because they know a lot of the things that you are looking to discover and explore. And then for type six, Mirabelle herself, um, she just wants everyone to, to love her. She wants to be special. She wants to fit in. She's connected. But let's be honest, sixes are the loyalists and she is loyal to her family at every single expense, as well as Tio Bruno also being a type five, I'm um, sorry, a type six. And so Mirabelle and her uncle Bruno being um, a type six. For type seven, I put Camilo because he literally just wants to have a good time as he shape shifts and meets people where they are. Let's have fun. If I'm like you and you're like me, then like, let's just have a good time, right? Um, and then her oldest, her other older sister, Luisa, she is the strong one who can literally carry the crust, you know, carry the entire world and 20 donkeys on her shoulders. Um, and she is trying so hard to put on a brave face to show her strength. And she doesn't want to be vulnerable. She admits at the end that sometimes she cries. Um, but that's literally one thing that you can see in a, a stereotype of an Enneagram type eight. But we see that through Louisa the entire movie. And then for type nine, I put Antonio he is literally bringing peace with his love for animals. He's communicating and bringing harmony. Everyone in his family is rallying around him. Yes, because he's the youngest, but also because he's bringing that connection and drawing everyone in. So peace and harmony and love. That is your little Antonio or Donito as his abuela refers to him. So those are my thoughts on the Enneagram types of um, the movie Encanto. Um, you can probably agree or disagree. We can all see ourselves in many of those characters, regardless of our personality types. This movie was not written to be typed by anyone um, and to have a psychological analysis, but I hope you are able to take some time to watch this movie, identify with the various characters, and then again, make really awesome decisions as you move ahead into 2022. All right, so my word for the year. I started doing words, um, like a word of the year is kind of an overarching theme. I still have goals. I still have intentions of what I want to do each and every year. Some of my goals are personal, some are professional. Um, I categorize my goals into body, mind, soul, family, and um, then professional. So I also have a word for the year, which a lot of times um, that word for the year doesn't necessarily make sense to me when it lands on my plate. Um, and so I go through a time of reflection and prayer and seeking God because that is who I believe in as my highest being. Um, and so connecting with God and kind of the vision that he's given me and what I think is next. And so I believe my word comes from God. Um, and then we see where the year takes us. So this is one of those things where the word of the year I think is really cool. And that as the year unfolds, I always wonder things. But at the end of the year, I'm always like, yeah, that's exactly what I learned. That's what I accomplished as well. So back in 2013, my very first word for the year was the word redemption, um, which was a cool year. It's when I started my career. And so for me, it was 
redeeming on all that investment in my education to start finally putting it out there into the world. Um, that's the easy version of it. Um, in 2014, the year was opportunity. 2015, my, my word was development, which is actually when I started my very first entrepreneurial endeavor. And so personal development took on a whole new meaning, um, exploring the entrepreneurial space while also in corporate. Um, in 2016, my word was progress. In 2017, the word was elegance. In 2018, it was new beginnings. And I feel like everything was wiped away, literally, and I had to reset and start over. So again, be careful what you pick with these words. 2019 was resilience because I did literally have a clean slate and was rebuilding um, mentally, physically, emotionally, and all the other things as well. In 2020, my year was build. I wanted a rock-solid foundation in which to thrive, um, which was interesting, but also actually still happened despite a pandemic being thrown in all of our faces. In 2021, my year, my word was harmony. I wanted to find a central, grounded, peaceful version of all my ambitions and goals um, and making sure that I was doing it from a place that was true to me and what I wanted. But I also wanted my personal and my professional life to come in harmony with each other and not being two kind of opposite lives that I had been living for so long. So all of those things happened um, crazily, crazily enough, weirdly enough. Um, there was an up and down roller coaster and sometimes even tornado mentally in, in all of those different words. Um, but I've learned a lot. And again, processing, journaling, knowing what's ahead. Uh, well, n- not knowing what's ahead, but knowing that I have a God who loves and cherishes me regardless of all of that. My year going, my word going into 2022 is flourish. And so this will be a year that I flourish. Again, I don't truly know what that means because you never really know how life is going to unfold. But I do believe that at the end of 2022, I'll be a lot happier than how this year um, started, which was me laying in my bed trying not to hack up a lung. So all good things for what is coming ahead. I am excited. Um, If you have a word for the year, I would love for you to pop on over to Instagram. Um, There will be a post dedicated to my word of the year, and I'd love to know your word of the year in the comments. So I'm going to flourish. I hope all of you flourish, achieve your goals, have really clear intentions, and be committed to moving forward with whatever is in line for you, whatever is ahead for you, and making your life the best possible life it can be because you become the best version of yourself. You get to create your own path. You get to blaze a new trail if that's what it is for you. No one can tell you that you can't continue on your journey or reach your next level. And so I hope, again, you all flourish. But that's my word for 2022 is that um, I'm going to flourish. And again, I hope all of you do too. So thanks for listening. Next week on the podcast is going to be something pretty interesting. I'm going to have one episode released every day. Um, I'm going to call it a journey week. I might change the name between now and when those episodes release, but we're going on a journey with several people that I've connected with and there are different stories because entrepreneurship is not one size fits all. 
it looks different for all of us. And we all got here in very unique ways. And so I'm very excited for um, a series of episodes to be released. And I hope you will stop by and check them out. Are you searching for a simple way to run your business sustainably as you create your best life? Click the link in the show notes to learn about upcoming workshops or speaking events and to work with me directly. I'll teach you my methodology for applying psychology to your business strategy without the cookie cutter tactics so you can avoid burnout and confidently step into leadership and own your expertise. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Coach Keds. Now go the extra mile and even leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help more women listen in and join our community. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. Until next time, dream loudly.